0: Welcome to the Kingdom's Insider Podcast. This is Craig McCarroll coming to you live with my beautiful wife, Andrea. And we are here to share a little bit about our kingdom and the insides of all that. I uh, am the creator and founder of Guns and Fitness. Good Fitness and Nutrition program, not just good, it's world-class. Andrea, what is our topic today and what are we going to be covering?
1: Welcome back, guys. Today's topic is the subject of money, money, money.
0: Money! My favorite.
1: Nice, cute, babe. So yeah, today we were um, last week we got a little bit real talk with the situation with our kids. We want to be um, have you guys as involved as possible, and by doing that, we want to make sure that you guys get to know us as much as possible. And when you're seeing us on social media and Craig's videos, and as he launches more and more of his fitness and nutrition program, and my um, exciting news this week is I'm thought I was going to wait until July 1st to launch my. Um, clothing brand Kingdoms brand but it looks like I'm gonna just do a soft launch or just shoot for Monday and kind of see how it goes to do all the trial and error and pre-orders and stuff like that so I've been working really hard to buckle down, get that tunnel vision that we talked to you guys about, make sure that we're staying focused and we're saying no to create the space um, to accomplish the things that we need to get done for ourselves. Um, And of course, we picked the time of summer and the kids are here, you know, hovering and sitting behind me saying, what am I going to do today? So um, it's been more challenging than we think, but I think I've grown a lot from it. So that's... I think it's kind of like like
0: when a a baby is about to be born. You're like, oh, shit. There was never really a perfect plan or a perfect opportunity for this to happen. So you just got to keep living life. And then when the opportunity arises, take it and jump on it. So congratulations, honey, on your launch of your uh, kingdom's brand. That's really cool.
1: Thanks. Thanks. I'm nervous. I tried to just stay out of my head, but anyway. So got this. we kick off every episode with a little game to get to know the host based on our topic. So today's topic of being money, 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 money. Um, my question for you, Mister McCarroll, is if you could make one event or one item free, what would it be, and how do you think it would impact?
0: Dang. Once again, no heads up on this question. Because you're such a perfectionist, I think the, uh, like if I tell you the, what the question's so, going
1: to be, you'll sit there and dwell on it, and then when you're like, "Oh fuck, that's not what I wanted to say," or I could have done be better. The perfect answer. So I did it last week. I gave you heads up, and I watched your head just bounce around like a ping pong ball. <laughs> so this week, I'm like, "No, you're so good and spontaneous and motivating on your your feet when you speak directly from your heart, and you're not in your head." So that's why there's no more warning. You lost it. I gave you a chance.
0: Roger that. So, (laughs) so the question is, um, what would I give away for free?
1: Not necessarily give away, but if you can change one event or that someone else is doing, or if you can make one item that even someone else is producing another company or something, what would it be and why? Because of the impact or.
0: I think, um, I mean, ultimately I would love to be able to give the gift of health, I I mean from my standpoint and I uh, health and fitness is my profession and that's my whole passion about it if if uh everybody if I could give that, give that to give to somebody a 21 health, day
1: end doc, like your fitness yeah, like program my, 20,
0: you're... My, my 21 day end doc. So, if we have to be one thing that I would give away, I think the 21 day in doc is probably the number one thing I would uh, want to offer for free. And I think the number one reason I don't offer it for free is because the people I have given it to for, for free, they didn't have any vested interest in it and they didn't do it. But yeah. the people that I have charged and actually. Um, are fully committed, they're more committed because they know they they put money into this. They have to do it. But if I could give that 21-day in-doc to somebody and I think that that gives them an uh, a taste of what health feels like and then the amount that it improves their life, that they're more energetic, they're accomplishing things that they thought was um, never possible. They're letting go of fears and limiting beliefs and all of that. Like, I think that would be the number one thing um, – That would be my choice. That's good. How about you?
1: I don't know. I haven't really even really thought about it either, but I just think of tons like throughout the day, how many things would be, would change people's life if it was free. I mean, for instance, if everywhere we went, water was free. And you had, you know, like when just use the gas station for an example, and if you walked into the gas station and you had a whole wall full of free water bottles, and then you had one corner of it full of soda pop, do you think that all those people would be, oh man, I'm really, came in here because I'm really thirsty, but I'm going to just go for the water because it's free. (laughs) Or do you think they would still spend that $2 for that 20 ounce soda or whatever it is? Well, I
0: mean, we haven't been getting, we've only been charging for water for what the last 20, 30, 40 years, something like that. It's pretty young still. I know. So it's like, they, cause I remember when I was little being like, you bought a water. Yeah. What? What the hell? And our do kids you buy do the same for? thing.
1: They're like, I'm like, here's five bucks. Go we'll get me some water. They're like, you're gonna spend five dollars on water. And just seeing that shift in people when they go into the grocery, like, shit. Well, I'm gonna spend five bucks, so I might as well get that Dr Pepper I've been craving and saying no to for thirty yeah, days actually, because I'm here.
0: Yeah, actually, soda pop is actually cheaper.
1: Yeah, it but. is, and. So that's I guess that's the one thing I could think of kind of piggybacking on your nutrition thing which I should have known you were going to do but I mean if you could just make all water free I think that that the impact that that would have would be so many more people would be able to just feel what it feels like to not have soda not have all of those things um and you know want to gradually start making more and more healthy choices
0: yeah I'm just trying to think of another thing that I could would possibly do it. There's so many things. Because now, if I would have, if I would have had that question, this is exactly what I would have done. I would have started thinking more and more about it. But my initial question, my initial answer was the gift of health. Yeah. So. I guess I'll just stick to that.
1: Okay. Well, (laughs) so today's topic is, again, money. And so we um, have had a couple interesting things happen to us the past week as far as just when I know the topic is coming, and it's kind of like not that I know it, but I but every week we do kids, entrepreneurship, or the, the topic of relationship or money. So the awkwardness of being entrepreneurs and being married. So um, those of you that don't know, Craig and I are married. And those of you that are just tuning in.
0: Super happily married. Super. All the time.
1: Super duper. <laughs> um, so it's just funny like when you're picking up on things on how – one, when you look back on your first childhood memory and what the feelings were associated when, one, your parents were talking about money or you heard people talking about money or when you saw somebody that you knew had money. And when you think about how you felt about those type of things, I mean, I remember being a kid and we, we were, I mean, there was, how oh, many brothers and sisters do I have? There's seven <laughs> of us total. And, you know, we grew up, you know, my mom was a single mom and there were seven of us and she worked full time and we got all just kind of raised each other. And we're there for each other and stuff like that. And so, you know, money was never, we were more about like, what are we going to do today to get ourselves entertained? And, you know, we built dug swimming pools in our backyard and built ponds and jumped off chicken coops and built haunted houses in our sheds. And like, just the things that you come up to do. And I remember spending a whole day riding around on my bike and thinking that was the best day possible. So it was just like, things have shifted so much just in our kids' life. And I don't know if it's because of the life that we've exposed them to, But, like, I hear constantly from our kids, we're like, oh, yeah, this one kid, I mean, he's so spoiled. They're just because they're so spoiled. And I'm looking at them, I'm like, you little shits, do you have any idea how spoiled you guys are? But they still look at kids and it's just like, what makes you think that they're spoiled just because they have more things than you, you know?
0: I think so. Uh, That would be, like, I mean, uh, I think one of the first things is, like, people – what is, what does it make you feel like when we start to talk about money? Like, does it make you feel like, oh no, we're going to talk about money or does it give you that, uh, sweet, let's talk about money. Cause I love now, making money and I love doing it and whatever.
1: Now I, I'm like, yeah, it's a, it's a part of our everyday. It's a part of our future. It's a part of everything. But before it was the most gut-wrenching topic you could have ever brought up to me ever, even prior to us being together and being married. I think that was just it stems back when I think about my childhood and you never talked about money. You never talked about how much things cost. You never talked about child support. You never talked about income, how much this person's making, power bills, grocery bills. You just never talked about anything that had the that was associated to the value of money or the cost of money. And so um, it I think that's maybe why it was so foreign to me. And then like I was, you know, on my own forever and I've always been kind of an entrepreneur every once in a while working for someone, but always for the most part being self-employed or an independent contractor. And so, and I was never really in a, relationship where I was ever talked about money and so I would then I became a mom and just kind of took care of that and my responsibilities and then got with you and it was like so so foreign to how things happen to talk about money I'm like oh I don't know I don't I don't care how much money you have I don't want to know how much money you spent on this she knew how I don't. much
0: money I had going into the relationship she was my loan officer
1: yeah but I mean I didn't want I didn't want you to like talk to me about it like I didn't want you to You know, think that I cared about that at all because that wasn't anything to do with why we were together or why I was with you because money made me so uncomfortable and I didn't want you to feel like you needed to talk to me about it because I didn't want to hear it because I didn't. Know how to communicate about it. So it's taken me like what, like four years to no longer be like like sweaty palms and us fighting and arguing and you going one way because of your PTSD that you have with your past relationships and women taking advantage of you for your money. And so I think I I've
0: started over three times.
1: <laughs> so I think I spent so much time trying to build that trust with you when it came to money. Like I don't want your money. I don't want your money. I'm not here for the money. I don't really care. I'm just here for your body. you know, and I joked about that for so long because I didn't want you to ever think that. I always wanted to make my own money. I always wanted to set my own goals. I always wanted to, you know, help you build your stuff because then I was like, okay, if I can really start, it always bugged me when women were like, it's our money. It's our, this it's our business. It's ours. I'm like, you have nothing to do with it. That's not yours. And so I've heard these women being in the finance business for a while and hearing it, I'm just like looking at him like you, you, this isn't, you talk about it like it's yours and it's not. And that's always bugged me. But then once I was able to be like, okay, it's not that this is our money, but I want to, I want to build stuff together. And once I really got that clear in my mind and with my aligned with my emotions, I'm like, yeah, that's what it is. That's what drives me is I want to make sure that we're building these things together and see how big we can do it together. I'm not necessarily getting paid, but it's our money. Like you and I joke about, okay, yeah, that'll cost you $500. Why don't you go ahead and put that in our checking account? Like there's no point of it paying me when the money's there and paying taxes on it. So
0: I like that. I like to build things together and then, um, we attack the world together. Um, Yeah, I I just always thought it was interesting to when people bring up the subject of money, sometimes people think like, oh, you know, be humble about this or it's not okay to be talking about money. It doesn't have, it has nothing to do, money's not going to buy you happiness. Money's not going to solve the problem. And I call bullshit on all of that because any problem that has, any problem that you show me um, I guarantee that if you wrote a check for that problem, there's probably a number yeah.
1: associated
0: with each problem. And then that number will make you feel a little bit better or ease the pain or um, whatever it is. So I think that money is um, – talking about money is, should be a – to me, it should be kind of a fun thing to talk about because now we're talking about how we're going to make more money. We want to make more money. We want to make more money for uh, to give our children a life that was better than what what we had. And I think that's kind of evolution. You should be the next generation should be stepping up their game to be able to provide a better life for the for the next generation. And I so I think it's just interesting to see how people when you talk about the subject of money and when it comes up and um, how they kind of feel about it sometimes it's a uh, you know stay away so do you think that
1: you don't talk about money like say things like when you're hanging out with your buddies like dude I'm just here to freaking make my grandkids rich or do you think that you don't talk about those things because it's like a people pleasing thing like I don't
0: ever avoid the subject money in, in front of my buddies in front of you in front of family I don't really care I think it should be a Open subject, and we should all be able to talk about
1: it. I just think it's interesting that people are more comfortable talking about the money that they've lost or how much things cost. Yeah, like, oh, I just spend this much money on this, this, and this. But when you're like, dude, I made 80K last year, and blah blah blah, and the year before that, I made 65. And he's just like, and my life is getting so much better. Like, people are more hesitant to talk about the money that they're making, but man, will they tell you the sob story of how much something costs yeah. that wasn't in their control. And it's like, why do we do that? Why? Why do we talk, why are we so much comfortable talking about the negatives of money than the positives instead of saying, baby, I'm boring. I get up, I fucking make money and I go home. Yeah. You know, what
0: do you, what do you do with your life? I love that when people ask, uh, what do you do? You know, what do you do? What do you do? What are you guys up to? Like Everybody's that me. control like, guy? Hell? <laughs> um, like, yeah, we have, we have, you know, three businesses, maybe I, like, you know, uh, i got three that are going on right now. you got one that's launching, it's like, what do we do? We make money. That's what we want to do. I, mean, I don't give a shit if it's pushing shit with my nose if it pays enough money. <laughs> Maybe not that far.
1: Yeah. You're more of like...
0: But what is, I think what, uh, what is interesting is what is your number, like what do you, um, what's your goal with money?
1: Everything for me goes back to the way something makes me feel. And I don't know if that's just a female thing, a feminine energy thing or what it is. But like for me, I'm just like before, I'm just like, I don't need to make, I don't need to make $5 million. I don't need to be a millionaire. But for me, it's like now that I've, been in such a different wheelhouse and I've been associated the past two years and submerged myself with a completely different peer group and everything to what, why I'm on social media, the people that I'm following, the things that I look at, I find myself just being like, what would that life be like? Like these people just, you know, and and I'm more and more around people that will show they're like, I cannot believe we charge this much for this event. We charge this much this event. And then there's 350 people. So I'm a math – so I carry my calculator and I'm always doing numbers. I'm like, holy shit, they just made $7 million on this one avenue of their business. And just seeing the way that they live their life, I'm more of like curious on how it would make me feel to – have that kind of money to live that life like you have it. Does that make sense?
0: I think like if you talk about like when how money makes you feel is the people that have earned it, like the people in this world that are the billionaires, the millionaires that are really killing it in life and they all have a similar story where they started with nothing and then they've they've, uh, hooked and jabbed and whatever they had to do to get to where they're at right now that money means a lot more to them and they've done and they always end up doing even better things with that money and so they're really proud of what they've done and they feel a sense of accomplishment but the person that just gets handed here's here's all the money in the world never have to worry about a thing those people are some of the most unhappy people in the world yeah but i think that uh For me, that the goal for me is that I want to be able to get to a point where money um, isn't a even isn't even a a subject. It's just like, yeah, we have plenty of money. I don't need to worry about paying the bills. I don't need to worry about um, you know our parents need to retire and they need to be taken care of. Here's the check. You know, there's nothing that we have to really worry about. That's the goal for me.
1: Yeah, so for me it's more of like like I talked about on the past on um, a couple episodes ago just like letting curiosity just take the better of you and that way you're able to have a lot more self-love with it I think because if I'm just curious on what it's going to be like when you know one of our businesses hits a million dollars in the next couple of years and we're like okay, so this is what it feels like. What would this feel like? And that's kind of what drives me. Um, it's just like that one saying a man who chases two rabbits chases neither. I can't chase my passion and follow my passion and chase money at the same time. Or I feel like I'm just like, eh. well, oh, which one, like which that. one makes more sense. And for me, the past, like, couple years doing this, who the hell am I? I know that I am not a person that has ever been driven by money. I know that I've been, I had that drive, like, holy shit, I have to make more money. I have to do this. I have to do this. If I want to continue this lifestyle, or if I want to take five trips a year, and if I want to take a couple trips with my husband and I want to take trips with my kids, I have to make more money. But that's not what drives me that's not the rabbit I want to chase I want to chase some more of like this is how it makes me feel and kind of lead by curiosity to see what if once I can accomplish this like that p Diddy video I showed you when he was like what's next what's next I need more give me more you give me more I will do it like like that's kind of anything I can do anything and that's kind of how I've been feeling with this I'm like holy shit I never thought that I could start a clothing line um do direct wholesale, like create these, you know, these online stores and launch a podcast and write a book and start a uh you know, like a monthly crate subscription with my kingdoms kit and get that going. And like do all these things and spend time with the kids and have all these things and, and still take trips with my husband and spend time and have date nights. I never thought I could do all of that. So when I saw that video, I was like, that's how I feel. That's exactly how I feel. And I was like, I can't believe I just did that. What's next. Give me something else. Do you want me to help you do this? Oh, I could do marketing for that. Like, what if I take a job doing this on the side? And it's just like, it keeps you going, but you have to know what rabbit you're chasing.
0: That's good. I've never really thought about it like
1: that. Yeah. So that's just kind of so like... So
0: am I chasing the wrong rabbit?
1: I no. I like chasing money. <laughs> then you know that's what it is. But don't try I do to, care about... Don't try to chase, like, especially when, you know, we went to that, um, that first Tony Robbins event when we came back and it was like, what's your passion? What's your passion? And you get so lost in, like, what am I doing? And, you know, when we... I think it was like two episodes ago when we talked about know what arena you're in and get in that arena. It's kind of like the same thing. It's like you have to know what arena you're in and knowing that that's the arena that serves you. And by knowing what arena you're in, you know, we talked about what is it that people are constantly asking your advice for. That's what you should be doing. That's what you do. And if you could just do you and make money, that's what drives me. Yeah. Yeah. So,
0: well, I think uh, like I when when I was first going through all like the CrossFit certifications and everything, and Coach Glass, Greg Glassman, the founder of CrossFit, he was like, If you always do what you're passionate about, the money will come. So, whatever his passion was always fitness, he created CrossFit, and everybody knows the story of CrossFit now. But back in 2005, 2006, nobody Really knew what it was. Now it's worldwide, and that dude's sitting fat and happy. And um, but yeah, I just remember him saying that at, at the first cert, cert that I went through, he was like, "Just keep with your what you're passionate about, or what lights you up in your wheelhouse, your unique ability. And once you find that unique ability, then the money will come." I just tend to look at what my target is for money. And stay with my passion of, yeah, this is my wheelhouse. And I am chasing after that that, that rabbit. But ultimately, that rabbit better be paying me money.
1: <laughs> so
0: maybe my views are jacked up. But.
1: No, and that goes back to the feelings that like we had when we first started talking about money as a kid. And what was embedded in us and how it felt so bad. And it was wrong to talk about money. Like It was wrong to be like you know kids when kids say it, it's cute and it's funny and it's like and they're like I don't care I want to be rich and they always pick occup- occupations that will make them rich because not because of how much money they see that they could spend it's because the kids see these youtubers and they want that life they want that lifestyle and so it's like when money doesn't have to be a bad thing you know so, and it's like how does the saying money doesn't grow on trees how does that make you feel
0: um it's made out of paper, so no, but kind of How does, does it make trees. you feel?
1: <laughs> when you were little, or even currently, when they're all sh- I, I remember, money doesn't grow on yeah, trees. I remember Craig.
0: being told that, and I knew that I I'll go figure out a way to make money. Then that's why at nine years old I had my own paper out. Before that, I was mowing lawns. I would do anything to make a buck, and so and then it, I I've been working since nine years old. As early, that's the earliest job I had, and I knew that I would do anything to get that dollar amount. My stuff comes back down to <clears> – <throat> like you, you're ra- being raised in your family – uh, money was never a subject and it wasn't it was forbidden to talk about is that what you're saying
1: yeah like when did becoming wanting to be rich and have a better lifestyle and what you know like what you see on instagram and everything living my best life like when did that become such a bad thing to be driven by a better life a better beach house and a warmer climate or more houses or more cars or like when did that become a bad thing when people are like oh those people are empty inside and you know money's money's hard to make unless you're you the know people that are so the richest people. people in the
0: world are doing more work on themselves and becoming a better version of themselves because they don't have to worry about money yeah so money is already they've figured out the game of money and you hear it all the time with like dean graziosi and um tony robbins that once you figure out the game of making money money's not hard to make yeah. so we're still in that hustle phase and figuring out that but um you know the money is trickling in and then it. And then once it gets to that level, I want to get to that point where now I'm just concentrating on my self-improvement and I'm I'm really going after being a better version of myself and how can we, you know, make other people happy and share that with everybody else. The people, like all these people are giving back to, you know, get, feeding the hungry and different stuff like that. But what I was getting at was like you're you're you were raised in a family where money was – forbidden to talk about or it was kind of a restricted subject. I was raised where money wasn't a restricted subject and we could talk about money, but there was definitely hardships that I remember very vividly uh, watching my parents go through when they uh, declared bankruptcy and we had to Uh, I remember going through that. And then I remember before bankruptcy, we were like eating out all the time. And I'm like, this is pretty cool. You know, we get to go (laughs) eat out and do all this. And then that happened. And then it was like restriction budgets and everything else. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to make – someday I'm going to make enough money that I don't – my kids don't have to stress out about money. My kids will have – my family will have – whatever food they want in the in the house they will have and now i'm restricting everybody on food because you have it better it better be quality over quantity or or any of the crap that's out there but that's where i think my drive started from a point of pain where there was a lot of pain associated with finance and that's why uh, talking about finances with you in the beginning was a pretty stressful thing for me because you're not used to talking about finances. I'm um, like, we have to be on a budget. We have to know where our, our our every cent is going, and and we need to figure out ways to make more income. So now, what I've done and kind of the concept I'm going with now is that we figured out our budget. We kind of we understand that our how our plane is flying, and is and I just do a a daily um, up, upkeep on where is those balances at? How is our spending and how is the plane flying? Is it looking like it's going into the ground or is it looking like it's lifting off and we're getting into higher altitude and now, and now I can concentrate more on how am I going to get more income? And then when mm-hmm. we're sticking with, you find your vehicle, your u- unique ability or your superpower that you're, you rock, you can, your wheelhouse that you know everything about and you can stay in that wheelhouse and you feel confident and you talk about it with passion. And now you are, the money is starting to roll in because it just spews out of you. Does that make sense? Yeah. So that's where I'm coming from. And that's where, uh, my passion for making more money is just strictly. I don't want, I want to save everybody around me the pain. And I want to, I remember thinking as a little kid, like my paper out money, I'm going to go buy groceries and I'm going to have all the sugar cereals in here and I'm going to do this. And, and that, and I did end up taking some of that money and doing those kind of things. And that's where I think you give, you give somebody more money and, and not just give it to them. They earn that, that money. And then however they get got to it, they're going to be more of who that person is. So that's kind of where I'm coming from i just kind of went on a rant there
1: no it was good because i mean that's i think that's one of your also your pain points with you know raising kids is these kids don't have that drive and it's because maybe we haven't cut them off enough we haven't told them no enough and so when they want something it's like yeah we always make them you know earn at least half of whatever it is that they want because shit, our kids want are so expensive they want 120 dollar bars for their scooter like Oh my gosh. Well, I can't it's even... like,
0: yeah, they want, um, the thing is, is like you, you, you have the money you want to get, you've done, you've worked your ass off to get this money and now you want, and you've done it to provide for your family. And now you're at that point where you're like, well, I got this to provide for you and to make your life better. And now you want this. I want to just buy it for you because I have the money. But then you have to cut yourself off and say, okay, hold on. You still have to learn how to earn and to be able to survive on your own, and yeah. not just survive, we want you to flourish in life. So yeah, I I don't. It's a it's a funny game of what. It's almost like you you grew you and I grew up with a lot less than our kids, and they and we always recognize how happy we were digging a hole in the backyard yeah and our <laughs> kids you tell them to go dig a hole and they're like what how much are you gonna pay me how much are you gonna pay me why am i doing this blah 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 i want to get back on Fortnite. i want to play xbox um i need you to take me to the skate park i need you to take me down here i need you to buy this i need that i want this it's never ending mm-hmm. and I, I don't know if it's like yeah do you cut them off or do you uh I don't
1: know. Um, I believe that there's so much success in saying no. Um, because I mean, that's one thing. You're
0: really good at saying no.
1: <laughs> I know. I noticed that, especially because you're the yes man. But I mean, I
0: I never thought I'd be the,
1: the I, yes yeah, man. I, and it's so crazy because the more and more you say yes to shit, the more and more I want to say no. And it's almost like um, every single time they're like, yeah, I'm like, yeah, that'd be so much fun. You should totally do that. If you want help figuring out, you know, some numbers or a spreadsheet or how to pay for it or have some ideas on how to make money for it, come find me. Peace. And I just walk away. And they're just sitting there. But, 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 but. And you just kind of shut them down. And I think that there's so much success in the power of saying no. Like, like, think about the last time you said no to a client.
0: Yeah, they come back for you.
1: They're just like. Yeah, like especially that one. You're just like, please fire me. Please fire me. I don't want to work for you anymore. And the chick won't fire you. And it's just like there's – I believe that there's a lot of wealth that comes with saying no and um it kind of – Well, the lessons it, it, it you're can, teaching
0: the kids too is –
1: it, could help, it makes them set a goal. If you were to just say yes to everything, that person that you're saying yes to, you're their, you're their solution. They're not going to set a goal and figure out how to achieve it because it's already solved for them. And so it's like, if you can, I think that, you know, that there's a lot because it creates boundaries and it becomes, you know, like it creates that space for them to actually think. It's almost like when I say no, I feel like I've just I just handed them an empty canvas and say, figure it out. But if I were to just say, yeah, let's just do this. okay, you mow the lawn and you weed it and you pick all the weeds and I'll pay you $20 and then you can go buy that thing what the hell did I just teach my kid? Oh, that's what I do. But I'm expecting, <laughs> but I'm expecting, I'm screwing
0: this whole game up. But I'm expecting them to
1: just be hustles hustlers like us? No. I need to say no, create that boundary, create that canvas, and walk away. Because I need them to know how to ask for things. Because like, I tell them all the time, if you don't ask, you don't know. Kids are always like, I know you're going to say no. I know you're going to do this. And you're just going to be like, well, you better figure it out. But I'm like, okay, well then, how many times do I have to keep telling you no before you want to solve your own problems? I mean, our kids are old. Our kids, like, when I was their age, I was cooking dinner for my whole family and babysitting. And they're like, I haven't eaten all day. I'm starving. Well, did you make yourself something to eat? There's nothing to eat. There's nothing to eat. All you guys eat is salads. (laughs) It's like, whatever. So anyways, my point being that there's a huge, there's a lot of success that could be made with the, um, the answer being no because it, it, cre- it well, keeps a like, problem for, me, for them to solve
0: for me the way you explained it there I wish you would have explained this a lot longer ago but anyways, <laughs> I've been, I've been, been screwing this game up no, for a while and now, out how to now I'm understanding that you're looking at no in a completely different way and if I could transition that it's just going back to the rules you put in place to I'm going to feel this emotion because of this rule and this rule and this rule well If I say no, now I'm associating it with a rule of growth for that person, rather than if I say no and you cry, and I'm like, "Oh my gosh, I'm a soft heart." You know, I've got a, I've got a very soft heart for my kids, and I don't want anybody to, to suffer. And I know I can. It's so hard for me not to just fix it because I want to fix it and make it, make it all go away. But. If you don't make them struggle through that. I did a little bit better yesterday when yeah. Levi had to do
1: that. But it's like, I mean, I think about when it comes to money all the time. Like if I was like, <clears throat> you know, I called Southwest and I'm like, hi, I really want to go to Cabo. Okay. Okay give me your, give me your money. But if, you know, if I were to call him like, I really want to go to Cabo and they're like, perfect. So take all your shoes out of your closet, bag them up, you take them to this store and you're going to get this amount of much money. You deposit it in your bank account and then call me and then we'll get it booked. Like I'm never growing. I'm never setting goals. I'm never feeling accomplished. I'm never going after things. I'm never figuring shit out on how to create that hustle to create more money. And again, it's, that's not the rabbit I'm chasing is to make more more money, it's, I want that lifestyle so bad that it's like, what would that be like when I have that house on the beach and I have that kind of money and I have the two cars that I want and my kids have allowances and my kids just want that lifestyle too. And so it's, it's just interesting when you think about the answer of no is like, what's the impact of actually saying no? And are you teaching the kids and everybody around you like, no, this is my boundary. This is the space that I have to do. Like I tell the kids all the time, I'm not here. I'm at work right now. I have to get this thing done because this is the only way that I'm going to accomplish the things that I need to get done today and then grow. So I think that's my going into my tip maybe that I think my biggest tip is say no more and challenge the ones around you. And even if your friends and family don't understand what you do, you know, just like the pest control guy walks in and he's spraying the inside of every single house and he's looking at the podcast stuff and he's looking at my clothing stuff and he's looking at Craig's gym and he's looking at Craig's restoration stuff and he's looking at all this and he's like, what, what is it that you guys do for a living? <laughs> And for us, it's funny because everything is in the the growing stages. So everything is like from the ground up. And those of you who have done it, you know that your your house is a mess. You have different things in different rooms for different areas. Craig's set up in the kitchen some days. He's set up in his office. He's creating these new environments. And sometimes we set up outside. I mean, there's just so many things that you have to do but I think that when we like to um, going into it, wrapping up this episode with a little game that I like to call just the tip that's my tip for you guys I know I kind of went into it and then announced it but I was like oh shit that, that's my tip because I wasn't prepared for that but my tip is say no more Craig say no and one say no to your kids because and your loved ones saying no I can't do that I'm not going so to come to lunch you- with you today because I have to work and they're going to their feathers are going to be ruffled and they are going to be like that selfish little SOB you know he doesn't even make time for us who does he think he is he thinks this big shot you know all he does is spend time with his family and, da, 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 and it's like that's me that's who I am that's how I that's how I'm growing this is how I'm going to get to have that lifestyle that I'm curious about or that's how I'm going to have that number in the bank account that I had and is by saying no and getting those feathers ruffled because if I'm not pissing people off and if I'm not offending people then I'm not freaking trying hard enough
0: Bam! Yeah, I think that I, I'm going to uh, take your tip and uh, <laughs> use that as my tip. You can't do that. No, I'm not stealing your tip. I'm saying I'm going to take your advice and execute and it this week. Execute it this week because I say yes way too much and I get it gets myself. You're a problem I get, solver. I get stuck in the the stupidest situations where I'm like, "Why did I say yes to this?" I care so much about my reputation that I'm like, "I can do anything too." I'll do this it's going to take me six hours to build this, but I'm going to do it because I said I would do it. And I got to start saying no to things and understand where my focus is and where that is. So I think that, um, my tip for this show is that, uh, take a look at the vehicle that you're in. And if you're not creating the kind of money that you're desiring, Take a look at yourself because maybe the vehicle you don't have to always like what you're doing to earn the kind of money that you want. Yeah, if you're in a sales position and you're selling what you don't like, um, but you know it's it all. I can anything that happens in my life, I can always turn into the mirror and look at myself and say, okay, it was my fault that this happened. I should have done this a little bit better. I could do this better. Where can Whatever vehicle you're in may optimize that vehicle and you will see a crazy difference in how you. if you you switch that focus to improving what you already have, you'll make more money at what you are, are doing right now. And if it's not the right vehicle, you better get a new vehicle and trade it in for a new one.
1: It reminds me of that. Um, Yogi Bachi says, when the time is on you, start and the pressure will be off. And be okay with um, you know, pissing people off and mm-hmm. trying harder and doing all of those things and let it be okay to be boring and say, I just want to make money and go home
0: am I y yeah, I'm I'm fine with that. <laughs> <laughs> and the, but the, the, and uh, you know, stepping outside your comfort zone and just getting getting it done and starting it that was a big, uh, overcoming a big fear for me when starting the guns and fitness and getting on video and doing all that stuff. And I know that that vehicle is going to be the vehicle that I can make the amount of money I want it to make, but I'll also influence the lives and how I want to influence them. So just make it, taking action on that will make you feel better and it will relieve that pressure.
1: Yeah. So remember guys say no and find out what rabbit you're chasing.
0: I like that. Um, Yeah, take a look at your vehicle.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Make that money. Thanks, you guys. Remember to share this with someone that you think might need a little wake-up call as an entrepreneur and let them feel like shit. It's okay to just say, I want to make money today and go home. That's not the rabbit I'm chasing today. Um, Please share this episode. Go to kingdomsinsider.com and leave us a review if you want us to share any of your stories on that website. And stay tuned for um, us to continue to launch cool shit to make our grandkids rich. Yeah. I guess. And
0: also remember, we don't give a shit. If you have some constructive criticism you would like to give we us, like that too. please tell us anything, any sort of feedback is awesome, and share this with everybody. Thanks for listening.
1: Bye, guys. I'm not afraid. Yeah. It's been
0: a ride. I guess I had to go to that place to get to this one. Now, some of you might still be in that place if you're trying to get out just follow
1: me I'll continue.